0: Spirit of a Champion presents Encouraging Moments with Bobby Williams. Welcome to another Encouraging Moment. Hi, this is Bobby Williams, and I'm so glad you joined me today. I want to talk to you today about the power of divine blessings. And it's such a wonderful lesson because it's of the Lord. It's it's a lesson that every Christian should know. Jesus and the miraculous catch of fish is part of this lesson, And it's found in John 21, 1 through 25. So I hope you have your Bible with you today. If you don't, don't worry because the pressure's off. I've got my Bible right here and I'll read it to you. But in my discussion with Christian friends that I know and I love, I always hear the same resounding theme. I don't know what I would have done without the Lord in my life. The blessings that He's given to my life, the way He got me through the hard trials, He got me to be victorious on the other side, and even on top of that, He blessed me throughout all my life, and I had unmerited favor. The blessings of God came even in my weaknesses or even in the times that I couldn't help myself. And that's what all the people tell me that basically are sold out to the Lord, that love the Lord so much with their heart. They'll say, I don't know how I would have lived, and I don't know how to live without the Lord, and isn't that the truth? So many challenges there are in life, so many financial trials, like job changes and economy crashes, loss of finances, loss of health, and that can cause you to have a financial crisis, you know. But in my message today, the power of divine blessings, you will learn that God is the source of all blessings, and He wants His children to be blessed. He wants you to be blessed today. Anyway, if you would, turn with me to John 21. And we're going to start right with verse one and go on down. Let us pray today. Dear Heavenly Father, I just hope and pray that this lesson is a blessing. To those listening, and that from this lesson, they'll understand, Father, the power of divine blessings, the power of blessings that you give your children, those who love you, those who have accepted you as Jesus Christ, the Savior, those who have given their heart to you with all their might, and they've dedicated their lives to you, Lord. Thank you, Father, that you are the source of divine blessings, and that you shower us with those blessings, and I just ask in Jesus' name, Lord, that you would give them a divine blessing this week to show them and to prove to them and to continue to build up their faith that you are the one that will take care of them through this situation they find themselves in. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. So. Here we go in John 21, verse 1. Afterward, Jesus appeared again to the disciples by the Sea of Galilee. It happened this way. Simon Peter, Thomas, also known as Didymus, Nathaniel from Cana in Galilee, the sons of Zebedee, and two other disciples were together. I'm going out to fish. Simon Peter told them, and they said, we'll go with you. So they went out and got in the boat, but that night they caught absolutely nothing. They caught nothing, the Bible says. Early in the morning, Jesus stood on the shore, but the disciples did not realize that it was Jesus that was calling to them. He called out to them, friends, haven't you any fish? No, they answered. He said, throw your net on the right side of the boat, and you will find some. When they did, they were unable to haul the net in because of the large number of fish. There were so many fish in that net that they couldn't even haul the net in. It took all of them to haul the net in. Then the disciple whom Jesus loved said to Peter, Is it the Lord? And soon as Simon Peter heard him say, It's the Lord, he wrapped his outer garment around him, for he had taken it off, and he jumped into the water. The other disciples followed in the boat, Towing the net full of fish, for they were not far from the shore about a hundred yards. When they landed, they saw a fire of burning coals where there were fish on it and some bread. Jesus said to them, Bring some of the fish you have just caught. So Simon Peter climbed back into the boat and dragged the net ashore. It was full of large fish a hundred and fifty-three, but even with so many fish in the net, it was not torn. Jesus said to them, Come and have breakfast. None of the disciples dared ask him, Who are you? They knew it was the Lord. Jesus came, took the bread, and gave it to them, and did the same with the fish. This is now the third time Jesus appeared to his disciples after he was raised from the dead. This is a very exciting story about God's divine blessing. You know, God cares about your financial situation. He cares about your emotional state. He cares about inspiring you and encouraging you and helping you and strengthening your faith. And the thing that you have to realize today that God has not changed, you know, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever, Hebrews 13.8. My first point of this whole lesson is Jesus is still in the miracle-saving business, in the divine-blessing business. He's still there for you. And you may think to yourself, you know, What am I going to do? But listen to this. He healed the paralytic. He healed the blind man. He healed a woman with a blood issue. He healed the lepers. He raised Lazarus from the dead. He arose from the dead. He walked on the water. He fed the 5,000. He healed the centurion's servant. And he is still in the miracle-saving business, the divine blessing business for you and me today. Amen. I mean, that should really get you to jump in your heart and in your spirit, knowing that God does not change. And Jesus Christ is the same Yesterday and today and forever. So, you may be going through a big problem right now, and you just don't know what to do in the chaos. But the first thing you have to realize so that you can shore yourself up, so that you know you're going to be okay, is that God is still in the divine blessing business and the miracle-saving business, and He will help you too. You have to take that problem to Him. Number two, make sure Jesus, the Savior, is your partner in everything you do. I don't do any decisions in my life without the Lord. I don't make any plans. I don't flippantly go out and buy a car or a house or make a big decision for me and Donna, we go before the Lord and we pray and we give it to Him before we make any kind of decision. One of the things that I always do is write a written plan down about my finances and what I need to do and go into detail with the Lord. He wants you to talk to Him in details. What do you really need? If you need a financial breakthrough, tell them what you need. If you're making, say, thirty or forty thousand dollars right now a year and you need fifty to sixty for your household or maybe a hundred, go to him in humbleness and just say, Lord, I need a job that pays me between fifty and hundred thousand dollars, and he will help you to make that happen. As you're faithful, listen, as Jesus is your partner, you cannot fail. You cannot fail. God's not going to fail you. He's going to help you. He'll provide what you need, when you need it, and more than you need at the right time. And I've had a long life, and I'm so thankful for that, Lord. I'm so thankful. And over the years... I've seen how he blessed me in my weakness where I, I was trying to do good financially. Donna and I continued to tithe, and we were faithful to the church, and we were trying to do everything right, but I was working, and things weren't maybe going perfect, but I'd pray out to him, call out to him, and the divine blessing would come. And when it came, it was a raise, it was a promotion, and we just kept doing better and better, and that's what he'll do with you. If you make a plan, Proverbs 16, 3 says, commit your plan to the Lord, and he will establish your success. Success. Now, I believe the whole Bible. That's what the Bible says. I believe it. Listen to what Jesus said to those men in John 21, verse 5. He called out to them, friends, haven't you any fish? And they said, no. They answered, no, we have no fish. He said, throw your net on the right side of the boat and you will find some. When they did, they were unable to haul the net in because of the large number of fish you know Ephesians 3:20 one of my favorite verses you can look it up God will do more than you can ask or think now just think about that if you ask he will help you and it will you will make it happen now some people have such great faith they'll ask for some really big things and God will work with them and help them to obtain that now listen i know that not everything i ask god for Is he going to give me? Because some of the things I ask him for, I might ask amiss, and, and it's just not right for my family. But believe you me. What he considers to be a divine blessing is better than anything I can do with my own two hands. So I believe in working hard, being faithful, and then trusting God for the divine blessing to give the windfall, to give the extra blessing that you need, the extra financial help. He will help you if you will make him your partner, and if you'll trust him, and if you'll ask him to help you, he will help you. Now, I'll tell you another thing. When God is pleased with us, divine blessings follow us. So he was pleased with the disciples. The disciples had left their jobs and followed him at his word. And they followed him. They give their life. To Jesus Christ. They dedicated themselves, so he was happy with them. And remember, he had just rose from the dead. He came to them. When they were in the upper room, he came to them and actually appeared to them. On the first Sunday, he arose. He appeared to them, and they saw him after he was crucified. He was buried, and he arose from the dead. He appeared to them on that Sunday. Then the next Sunday, he appeared to them again for doubting Thomas, so that doubting Thomas could feel his hands, because Thomas said, I won't believe believe until I see the Lord and can touch his hands and touch his side with they put the spear in him, and I can see him again. I won't believe. Jesus came back on that Sunday so that the disciples would be strengthened and so that Thomas would believe, doubting Thomas in the Bible. And then, then this was the third time that he came to them. And he knew that they were hungry. He knew that they hadn't caught any fish. He knew that they had been faithful. He knew that they had worked hard, that they had gone out and done the work, but they didn't catch any fish. He was trying to let them know, I'm your source of all your financial situation. I'm your source for the food. I'm your source for your emotional state. I'm your source for the hope you have. I'm the source for your eternal life. I'm the source for abundant life. I'm the source to help you through to every victory. He was trying to get them to understand this. And when he said to them, listen, I know you're tired, but I want you to listen to me. Throw your net, on the right side of the boat, and you will catch so many fish you won't believe. And they did. And that's what I'm talking about in your life. You need to look for those divine blessings. You need to ask God for a divine blessing. And when it comes, give God the credit because he's going to divinely bless you, and you'll be able to tell others, God did this for me. Give Him the glory. And so the next thing I wanted to tell you, too, is that God prepares the divine blessing, and the disciples don't even know it's coming. Listen to this. When they landed, they saw a fire of burning coals where there was fish on it and some bread. Now, Jesus, he didn't throw a lure, and he didn't cast out in the ocean for some fish. He didn't make the bread. He created those with his word, and they appeared right on that fire. And he cooked it, and he prepared it, and he knew they were out all night, and he gave them a divine blessing of a breakfast, and he gave them a divine blessing of his appearance to grow their faith. And this is what a divine blessing does. Every time a divine blessing, a blessing that's unmerited, something I can't work for, something I can't get by myself, happens, I have to give glory to God, and it strengthens my faith. And I want to tell you about a story, a personal story. About three weeks ago... We were in our office, and we prayed for a financial blessing, and there were three of us in that room, and we prayed. And today, I found out that one of the people that work with us, their family got a divine blessing. One of their very close relatives passed away. They thought they had a small estate, and people didn't know that instead, this man didn't have a small estate. He had saved his money, and this family inherited a a huge amount of money. And it was a divine blessing of God. It came at the right time for this family. The grandparents, they're such great Christian people. The family is such a great family. And God divinely blessed them. It strengthened our faith in the office. It strengthened our faith knowing that God heard our prayer. And within three weeks, divine blessing came. And we praise God today. And we gave Him all the glory for this answer. And see, we're going to continue to pray. We'll continue to pray for you We may not know your name, and we don't know who you are, but we love you in the Lord, and we are going to be praying for a divine blessing to hit your life. And you can contact us through Facebook encouraging moments with bobby williams you can contact me through messenger or you can contact me through EncouragingMoments.com, our new website if you go there and email me give me a testimony how god has given you this divine blessing and we'll let everybody else know and it will strengthen the world by the story that you send because we're going to pray a divine blessing over you today and then we want you to connect with us on encouraging and tell us that the broadcast was a blessing and the divine blessing came and you had a windfall you had an unexpected miracle in your life and we want to know about it because the world will need it for their faith too the next point i want to tell you is jesus requires some of the fish that they caught this is a very 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 important point that i want to tell you jesus said to them bring some of the fish you have just caught so simon Peter climbed back into the boat and dragged the net ashore. It was full of large fish. When Jesus gives you a divine blessing, when you know that he's providing all the money and everything for you, he wants you to be a funnel of a blessing not only to people around you and other people, but he wants you to be a blessing to the church. I believe the way scripture says in Malachi 3, 9 through 10, that God commanded us as children of God to pay a tenth of all we make. So if you make A dollar, you give $0.10. If you make $100, you give $10. This is the way God's system works. And if you believe in the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, if you believe in the virgin birth, if you believe that the Bible is absolutely true, then when I read these words to you, I want you to open up your heart and your mind and say, I believe what Bobby just read because that's the Word of God. And it's not Bobby's Word, it's God's Word, and it's truth. And the truth will set you free. My, My accountant tells me all the time, Uh, That the Christians he has that give to the Lord and they tithe, those people do so well financially. Why? Not because they're better, not because they're not sinners, because we're following the principles of God out of the Bible and he blesses those who follow him and do what he says to do. Now, I'm going to read this to you Malachi 3 9 and 10. You can look at it after our broadcast is over, but I'm talking about maximizing the divine blessing of God. You know, you're going to be blessed to a point whether you do what i'm about to tell you or not But if you will do what I'm telling you to do, because God's telling you to do it, you will be blessed 30, 60, 100 fold. Listen to what God's word says. You are cursed with a curse for you are robbing me. The Bible says the whole nation of you. And they say, how are we robbing you, God? How are we robbing you? He said, because you have not given me the tithe. Bring the full tithe into the storehouse that there may be food in my house and thereby put me to the test, the Lord says. He says, if you will give me the 10th, if you'll give me what I need for the church, if I will not open the windows of heaven for you and pour down for you a blessing until there is no more need. I'm just saying to you, the disciples were doing this. They gave their whole life to Christ. You know, a lot of us work. We have Jobs, we're in ministry, but your job is just important to Christ as ministry. And I'm just saying to you, you are a minister, you are a minister of Christ. If you're a follower of Christ, we're supposed to be disciples of Christ. We're supposed to minister to others, even in our job, no matter what we're doing. But here's the point I'm trying to make. If you hold all your money tight in your hands and you never give back to God at all, you're going to miss maximizing the divine blessing. When the disciples said yes to Christ, He gave them such a load of fish because they did what he said to do. And in the Bible, it says that if you will give God the tenth, he will open the windows of heaven and pour down such a blessing, you will have no more need. And it's an absolute truth. We've lived by it, Donna and I. I can tell you we're a testimony, even through the job loss, even through the promotions or different things that have happened, or maybe great expenses from weddings and college fees and all this stuff for our children. All those things were taken care of a great God who was the source of all of our financial difficulties because we were faithful and obeyed His Word. So I'm just telling you, take the curse off of your life of, you know, you may make a lot of money, but you have no money at the end of the month. This is the antidote, and if you'll follow me and you'll try it out, I guarantee you'll bless it. Now, you may not have the faith for 10%. Start out with 5%, and as you see that God's going to continue, He said, test me in this. Go ahead and test them. Give them 5%, then give them 6 give them 10 Keep doing it no matter what happens. One of my dear friends called me and said, you know, times got tough for them, and they stopped tithing. Well... Then it really got tough, and they called me, we prayed, they started tithing again, and God blessed them divinely again, and they're back on the right road. And their finances are really strong again, and I'm telling you, this is a key to maximizing Your divine blessing. The next point is Jesus gave them continued provision and divine blessings. God doesn't give you a blessing and just leave you. You're going to have blessings all throughout your life. If you're 20 and you're following Christ, you're going to have blessings at 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50, all the way up. If you're 50, you're going to be blessed all the way up. If you're 60, you're going to be blessed at 80. It doesn't matter. He's going to help you. Jesus came, took the bread, and gave it to them and did the same with the Fish. But he said to them, My grace is sufficient for you in 2 Corinthians 12 9, for my power is made perfect in weakness. You may be weak right now financially, but I'm telling you right now, you're going to have a divine blessing coming up on your life. Amen. Just keep trusting God. Number six, Jesus proved again he was the Son of God by appearing to them, for this happened after he was crucified. This was now the third time that Jesus appeared to them. He didn't appear to him once, he didn't appear to him twice, he didn't appear to to him, just three times. He appeared to them many more times, but he was building up their faith. When you have something like a divine blessing hit you, and it shocks your system because you can't believe that you just have been blessed to that unbelievable part of you, and it can come in money. It can come in a vacation. It could come in a blessing of a relationship being mended. It could come in a promotion. It could come in maybe your heat and air was trying to go out, but it was only $50 and not a whole unit, you know, I mean, because the whole unit's a lot of money. It may be that you Got the right car dealer. God blessed you with a piece of property, or maybe God blessed you with a gift from somebody you didn't see coming. God will bless you in so many ways, but he proves again and again his power in our life. And the last thing I want to tell you in this and lesson today is, you know, Peter denied Christ three times in these verses. And I'm going to read you. This is John, the same chapter. He denied Christ. When Christ was being taken by the mob that came and the soldiers came, Judas had betrayed Jesus. During that whole thing, they came to Peter because Peter was one of the top disciples. And they said to Peter, do you know this man? Aren't you part of his ministry? And he was so afraid. He said, I don't know Jesus. And he denied Christ. He did it three times. But we shouldn't get on Peter so bad because that's just sin. But here's what's so wonderful is after they got finished eating, when Jesus appears to him after he's been crucified, risen from the dead, and he's come to him on the seashore with the breakfast, he looks at Peter and he says, when they had finished eating, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, Do you love me more than these? And he said, yes, Lord. You know I love you. Well, he asks Peter three times, do you love me? Now listen, why did he ask him three times? Because he denied Christ three times. Peter denied Christ three times. And it hurt Peter that he hurt the Lord and it came to him. He said, I know I've sinned against you. Jesus said to him, feed my lambs. He was reinstating Peter. He forgave him. He reinstated him. And that's the last point I want to tell you, a divine blessing sometimes, the biggest one you can ever get is you and I are forgiven of our sins because Jesus is the only one that can do that. What a great lesson this was today. A miraculous catch of a bunch of fish to give them sustenance and to show them the divine blessing and the wonderful reinstatement and restoration of a man who sinned against God. And then he became one of the greatest disciples and the greatest man of God in all the Bible, Peter. Jesus just loved Peter so much and he forgave him and he reinstated Well, I hope this blessed you so much, the divine blessing of God, and maximize it. Don't miss my words today. The power of divine blessings in your life will come to you as you're faithful to God. I want to pray for you today. Dear Heavenly Father, I pray for my brother or sister in Christ that's listening today. Lord, give them the power of divine blessings in their life and let them know it was from you. Let them pray about it. Let them ask you for whatever they need. Father, it might be a financial need. It may be a health issue. It may be a relationship issue. It might be an emotional issue. God, when they ask you to take the fear away, take it away and give them faith again. Lord, help them from the north, south, east, and west. Bless them. Give them more than they could ask or think, and really give them a giant blessing in their life. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Well, I'm so glad I had this time with you. Don't forget encouraging EncouragingMoments.com. Hey, go to that website, sign up for our free newsletter. I'll be talking to you on some wonderful things that will help you in your life, and I just love you in the Lord. Until next time, be encouraged. Thank you for listening to Encouraging Moments with Bobby Williams. For more Encouraging Moments, go to spiritofachampion.com or join us on Facebook at Encouraging Moments with Bobby Williams.